Hey everyone, my name's Zara. I'm the third wife of my husband. Well, third not meaning he got divorced two times before. I mean, he already had the first and the second ones. And yeah, we live together in a typical European city where such things... Well, how to say, they don't look normal at all. I was born in a small European town. My parents are Muslims. They escaped to Europe when the war broke out in our homeland. Somehow, they settled down here. Honestly, I've never been anywhere in the Far East. So, I was brought up in quite a modern way. We also had some other Muslim girls at school. They were forced to wear headscarves. And after the fifth grade, they were just taken away from school altogether. Because girls need to know just enough to be able to write and read fairy tales to the kids. But these things were different with me. My parents never told me I couldn't do this or that. No headscarf, no hijab, or stuff like that. I looked like a typical girl of my generation. Jeans, sweaters, sneakers. Of course, I was limited in makeup and in cleavage. But I think every teenage girl has such a thing. Especially because girls with a war paint and the cleavage up to the waist at 15, it's not normal and religion doesn't matter here at all. I was also okay with my education. My parents didn't require some great achievements from me. They didn't force me to be a strict A-plus student. But mom and dad both always said that having a rich husband is good. But having independence and a profession is a good thing too. My mom also worked to make the family budget. Though she was just a nurse. But there wasn't much money in our family. So even her small salary counted. Anyway, it was quite a modern approach to life. Of course, when my friends asked me questions kind of like, is it true you're gonna marry the guy your parents would point to? Or will you get married right after school? I was terribly annoyed by this. No, my parents never wanted to marry me off right after school. Even when I was in elementary school, they started saving money for college. So there was no problem with that at all. And as for the first question, in fact, it's still true that the parents of the bride and groom make the couples in Muslim traditions. But we live in the modern world. Even the most religious people don't do this anymore. Yeah, parents agree and choose, but both the guy and the girl can always say no, or they can ask for time to communicate and get to know each other. And there is nothing like that here. No one will kick you out of the family for it. And yeah, the polygamy. Well, there it's kind of dubious. The fact is that our faith does allow polygamy, and everyone is okay with that one. But there are always a lot of conditions here. For example, a man must be wealthy enough to support more than one wife. Every wife must get the same gifts. A husband should provide everyone with equal benefits and equal conditions. Even in the little things, if you give one of your wives something expensive, for instance, a ring or earrings, you have to do the same with others, and the gift should be of the same amount, and of the same value. So, now few people agree to such a thing. There just aren't so many rich people. This means in most cases a second marriage simply can't be approved. Anyway, polygamy today is more of an exception than the rule. And I never saw myself as a second, third, or, all of her bid, tenth wife. You see, I was well-educated. I had another mentality and another way of life. I dreamed of becoming someone great, like a cool surgeon or a scientist. I was one of the best in my class in chemistry and biology, so I could easily enter the university after school. And I didn't want to lose it all just for the sake of marriage and family. My mom supported me, and my dad said if I got a scholarship, they would buy me my own apartment with the money they had saved for college. Well, or whatever I want if I don't need the apartment. 
I'll tell you right away, I did it. I'm already a four-year student at the university. I study on a scholarship, and I'm preparing to become a great heart surgeon. All by myself, with my own knowledge and my own powers. But, okay, first things first. I met Amir when I was in my first year. At the time, he was giving a series of lectures at our university, and it was very interesting. So I decided to attend them, and I never regretted it. He showed cool and well-prepared presentations. He explained everything in just simple words. It was clear enough he was a great expert. He gave us lectures on psychiatry. Well, it was nothing to do with my profession, but I think any knowledge might be helpful, right? After his last lecture, we somehow ran into each other in the parking lot. We laughed and started talking. We even exchanged numbers on WhatsApp. He didn't hide anything from me. He immediately said he was already 50. He had a large business going on. It was something about oil. He already had two wives, who he loved very much, and he was interested in me, but he didn't insist on anything. He was even ready to stop any communication if my parents were against it. I don't know what went wrong in my head at that moment, really. Suddenly me, always putting career above feelings and love, thinking all that romantic stuff is just ridiculous, and it's just a game of hormones, suddenly realized I couldn't live without a mirror. Seriously, I couldn't do it. He was my soulmate, and if I had to give up anything to be with him, I would. I would do anything just to always stay with him. That's what I told him. But before the wedding, we had been dating for a very long time, about six months. I met the rest of his wives, two kids, and his oldest son, who was just four years younger than me. I even met Amir's mother, who also lived together with them, and everyone accepted me very well. I was afraid there would be some conflicts or hostility, especially from his wives. But on the contrary, they rushed him with a wedding to quickly make me join the family. Soon, I became real BFs with his wives, though we had a big age difference. His first wife, Leela, was already 45, just like my mom. His second wife, Nilifer, recently turned 30, but still they were very cool, funny, and sociable. When I asked about my studies, they just laughed and said Leela was actually a teacher by education, and she'd only been out of work for the last year. Before, she had been teaching chemistry at a private lyceum, and Nilifer totally surprised me. She was a designer. She owned her own small clothing factory and dressed many famous women of the East. So, easy on that one. Then Amir traditionally went to see my parents. I had been hinting to them I had a boyfriend, but I didn't tell them, um, the details. My parents trusted me, so they only knew his name and that he was also a Muslim. This information was enough for them, and when they opened the door and saw him, they were totally stunned. No, my mom quickly pulled herself together and became a very perfect hostess. My dad also quickly got back to reality, though it was clear he wanted to solve this issue in a typical European way, by a duel. Anyway, they met each other and we had a wonderful dinner, but still, we didn't come to the wedding. Later, my mom started nagging me, like I was making a terrible mistake, like he's too old, being a third wife is a bad idea, and anyway, I had education and a career and stuff, so I would ruin everything with this marriage. I said I simply loved him and wouldn't break up with him anyway, and she stopped only after that. The talk about the wedding was tense. At first, my dad was totally against it. Even my tears and my mom's, it's her own decision, didn't convince him. 
But then the party somehow arranged it, though my dad was still terribly unhappy. Amir proposed to me in a European way. He gave me the ring, flowers, and a bunch of balloons. Then he gave a lot of dowry to my family. That was already the Eastern way, and I started to prepare for the wedding. Then something happened that my mom didn't warn me about. She was mostly afraid for me and my freedom, but it turned out the danger was quite different. It all started with my usual European friends. I didn't expect them to actually understand the whole story, but I hoped they would agree to come to my wedding only for the sake of our friendship, or just out of interest. But no, when I invited them to the wedding, first they congratulated me, and then... then they all totally refused, saying very offensive things to me. Their reasons were... totally ridiculous. One said that she would never go to a Muslim wedding, because they would steal her from there, take her away and make her a slave. For some reason, one of my friends thought that both me and my groom were terrorists, and we've been friends since high school. She said we would celebrate the wedding with some explosions, terrorist attacks, or sacrificing guests. Well, others said more reasonable things. Still, they refused, because they didn't like the very idea of such a wedding. Some started saying to me I was marrying him only because of his money. They said I didn't respect myself, because I agreed to such a thing, and my husband would definitely leave me at home. In a golden tower, yeah. I didn't hear any good words or wishes of happiness. As a result, only one friend of mine attended my wedding, and she was even more like a relative. She was my second cousin, and we were real friends with her. But I could understand my friends. Well, different cultures, different countries. But I couldn't understand my relatives at all. Well, yeah, my aunts, uncles, and other more distant relatives lived in the same country as me and my parents did, and they quickly came for the wedding. But then there came complaints and reproaches, up to the thing that, ta-da, my old husband would lock me up at home and make me live according to the old customs, give birth to kids and never leave home. Unlike my friends, they put it not as a prophecy, but as a promise. Like, yeah, dear, that's the sweet life you're gonna have. The wedding was ruined. Sour faces of my parents, some very viciously anticipating relatives. Not a single person was really close to me, but they had a good time as they should. So, later to make me feel happier, Amir took us all to his homeland to swim in the sea and have fun. There, we planned another wedding, without any outsiders. Just one of our large family, and it was beautiful. Now me and Amir have already been married for three years. Officially, I'm his third wife, and you know, I feel just great. My older relatives always help me in all things. There's always someone to look after the kids. They don't divide kids into their own and others. They just bring the kids up. Amir is the best husband I could wish for. He's caring, understanding, and fair. I continued studying to be a surgeon. I'm following my dream. I'm finishing my fourth year at the university. Then I will practice with the greatest mentors. Amir has already arranged everything. Even now, if I don't understand something, or feel that I need something more, Amir immediately comes to my rescue. He never said anything against my studies. On the contrary, he's always said he was proud of how well I did. Even when I was tired and wanted to give it all up, it was when my son was born, and things really got too hard. He supported me and did everything he could to make me feel better and help me to continue my studies. I don't talk to my relatives now. They openly envy me because I'm doing well in my life. But my parents are okay. They accepted my marriage when I gave them their grandson. I don't have any friends outside of my family anymore. 
but I'm happy because I really love my family, and they love me back. So guys, never judge the lives of others. Everyone has the right to choose, and it should be respected. Write in the comments what you think of my marriage. You are welcome to ask any questions, and love each other, no matter what.